So welcome to part one of my In Her Own Words mini episodes where I'm going to actually shed some light on individual paintings from my latest collection of Playscapes, uh, which is currently on show at Curatorial & Co in Sydney up until the 26th of August. Now, if you are listening to this after that date, and you want a visual of this work, I'm obviously going to put the links to everything in the show notes so that you can definitely have a look at this painting visually as I'm speaking um, through it. Now, part one is gonna feature my painting titled The Gifts of Paying Attention. And the reason I wanted to start this mini series of podcasts um, with this painting in particular is because it is by far the most unexpected um, painting of the lot. It, I, I still to this day look at it and I think to myself, how on earth did that happen? Now, I am predominantly inspired by landscape and even when I am not trying to do a landscape, they seem to become a landscape. Um, some of them more abstract than others, but this work is not a landscape at all. It is somewhat of an abstracted interior. And when you first look at it, a lot of people, the feedback that I've been given is that it reminds them of collage, like different elements that have been stuck on the surface. However, there is no collage in this painting at all. It has been built up with... Um, various layers and as I've excavated into the surface there's been some really unusual things that have revealed themselves and from there I have used that information and with discernment kind of covered things over or made spaces bigger. Anyway very organically this painting became an interior and it nearly did not make it into the exhibition. It nearly didn't make the cut because when I had all the work together and they were all finished, I looked at it and I thought, it just doesn't fit. Now, in hindsight, it's not that it doesn't fit. It's just that I was really nervous about putting it out there because it is so different to any work that I have ever done. And because I don't normally paint interiors, it had me hovering in this place of the unknown. But do you know what? I am so eternally grateful that I put this painting into the exhibition because it is the one work that so many people have actually said is their favourite. So um, what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to read you the artist statement and then I'll get a little bit more in detail about um, the creation of it and the problems that I had with it and yeah I hope that these little mini episodes just give you a little bit more of a background um, of the work specifically so um, yeah I'm gonna read the artist statement if you're one of my family members it might be wise to get a tissue because it might stir some emotions um, this painting is very much about my grandmother. So let me read you the artist's statement. <sighs> I'm gonna try and get through this without crying as well. So, in many ways, this painting has felt like a channeled message from my grandmother, Nora. I find myself immersed in the cherished memories of her flora and fauna 
reports, the tender act of scrapbooking old Christmas cards, and the joy of preserving nature's beauty by pressing flowers and leaves between the pages of books. I recall jars filled with buttons and a magical rock that seemed to summon rain. Through this artwork, I celebrate the profound significance of life's simple things, the unassuming moments that infuse our existence with true meaning. In a world of distractions, this painting is a gentle reminder of the art of paying attention. It beckons us to embrace the present with all of our senses, capturing the essence of fleeting moments and treasuring them in the depths of our hearts. The gifts of paying attention are woven into the fabric of our existence, inviting us to slow down to savour the delicate details that often go unnoticed the beauty of a wilting flower, the rustle of leaves in the wind, the joy of a simple jar filled with buttons, none of which matched. These are the treasures that enrich our lives and make our journeys more profound. Through this artwork, I aspire to convey the significance of the seemingly insignificant, the magnificence in the mundane. In the act of painting, I found myself transported to a place where the past and present merge, where memories intertwined with the whispers of nature's wisdom. In memory of my grandmother and all those who have left behind a legacy of wonder, the gifts of paying attention stands as a tribute to the profound richness of a life well lived, where each moment is cherished and each gift is embraced with gratitude. May this artwork kindle a spark in the hearts of those who behold it, reminding them of the beauty in the smallest gestures, the profound depth in the most ordinary experiences, and the transformative power of paying attention. My dad is 100% crying right now if he's listening. Um, So, my grandmother. I want to build a little bit of perspective for you. So... My family, I have been blessed to have grandparents on both sides of my family. Um, Now, on my mum's side, my mum was born when my nan was very, very young. And so my mum's side of the family are a little bit wild and adventurous and they were travelling and, like, my pop bought me my first tattoo and they taught me how to ski and, like, they just... They were like the awesome wild part of our childhood. And my, in opposite context, my dad's side of the family were a lot more slow paced. And it was really interesting growing up with both sides because the gifts that I received from my grandmother and the memories that I have of the simple things that we used to do at home, the the slow pace of moving through every day and appreciating every element of the day, the conversation with the postman, the new flower that opened up in the backyard, the rocks that we used to draw faces on. And, like, it's just some of the most cherished memories that I have were in these very simple moments of stillness, sitting around her dining room table, cutting out old Christmas cards and making them into something new. Like when I think of my grandmother's house, like memories come back of, you know, things that people would consider stuff 
but as a kid and when you really start to appreciate them became like these little magical elements of life like she used to have these jars of buttons of unmatched buttons and just pouring them all out and putting them back in the jar and looking at all the colors of them simple things like that were what brought her her joy and likewise it was those simple things that she embedded in us as kids as to it might be simple but when you learn to appreciate it you get a lot more out of it and so this painting came together in a way that was a complete replication of what childhood was like spending time at her house so with a lot of my paintings my intention before they become a composition at all is to build up a surface i never use a blank surface i very rarely start a painting from a blank panel it's either a painting that i'm covering over or it's a panel that has paint on it because i've cleaned off my palette i've you know put excess paint off my brush on the on the panel or like I just I don't like wasting paint so I'll put it on a panel and just start building up the surface so that there's something there to respond to and this painting in particular I think it actually has about three other paintings underneath um and I had just kind of painted over it really randomly with whatever paint was left on the palette and that kind of kept occurring throughout this whole collection being painted this was kind of the panel that sat on the easel and i had no intention for making it anything um but it was there and slowly slowly this surface was building up and as all of the other paintings started to resolve themselves i thought to myself oh, i just start sanding into this square one i'll see if i can find something and that's what the initial stage of my work is like. It's like a search. Like I carve into it, I scrape back, or I sometimes I put a bit of metho on there and rub back the surface. And in this case, I just got my sander. I started sanding. And the first thing that appeared as I started sanding this painting were these small elements that straight away I looked at them. I thought, oh my gosh, they look like really beautiful flowers. And I like... I had this little whisper right at the very beginning of the process that was pansies and patchwork, pansies and patchwork. And I just wrote it down in the book. Sometimes I hear things as I'm painting that I just, little things that come up and I don't know whether they're like little, I don't know whether it was my grandmother channeling a little message to me or something, but I just made a note of it. And pansies and patchwork was actually going to be what this painting was called, but I did change that, you know, throughout the process. And as more kind of revealed itself, it went through these various stages of looking very, very messy, like I had excavated the surface with various tools and then there was just mess. And what tends to happen at that point is I look at it and I go, okay, what, what do I like? What, what makes me feel excited? What makes me feel like I just want to cover it up? And that's how I do it. I look at it. I keep the areas that make me excited. I cover up the areas that I am not responding to. And slowly, 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 as that process progressed, this composition started emerging. And this composition was not in any way premeditated. 
It is not reflectant of the actual interior of her house or anything like that. But there is clearly elements of like a table with scattered things over the top. There is a lot of different textures. There are elements that have been built up using pattern and areas that have been excavated into where I've scratched into the surface um, and then sanded back over the top. And when I look at this painting and I look at the materials that I've used, which are predominantly acrylic, but there are also elements of very childlike drawing, scribbling um, in it. And if you can imagine being a child, sitting around your grandmother's table with all of this craft stuff in front of you and there was like crayons and pencils and glue sticks and paper and various textures, the way that this painting came together was very similar to what we would have done as a kid, like picking up a crayon and scribbling on part of it and then looking at a different element and adding to it or ripping a part out. And I just, the response to this work that I have had has been so surprising. And in actual fact, I'm going to enter this work into an art prize. I haven't decided which one yet. But because it is so different and because it is so raw and so honest and so magical, I, I feel like it um, needs an opportunity for, yeah, something like that, an art prize or, yeah, anyway, <coughs> excuse me. So I'm going to, I'm going to leave it there. But if you have any questions about this work in particular, um, you can always get in touch. You can leave a comment. Definitely, you know, ratings and reviews always help, but share this podcast episode to your Instagram story and tag me in it. I would really love to hear your thoughts, um, as these mini episodes kind of roll out. My intention is to keep them quite short. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening and, I really hope you enjoy exploring this work because when you look at it, you you begin to get lost in the various elements of this painting. And I'd love to hear what it makes you feel. So thank you for listening, guys. Mm-hmm.